remember anything about it, but but what? Okay, okay, yeah, I, I got it. I don't know when you watched it last. Oh, I'm probably. Uh, I love wow. this movie. Okay. Ah, yeah. The inspector. Are we? Are we back on? Are we, yeah, are we this on? is working now. The inspector guy in it though is like the funniest character I've seen in a movie this year. That's funny. I'm th- I'm stoked for Parasite. <gasps> Shit. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was just a really weird noise that I made. Um, it comes out November 8th at Gateway. That weekend is Doctor Sleep, Parasite, and um, what's the third one? Uh, what? Um, Doctor Sleep, Parasite. What's the other one that's coming out that weekend that I texted you? I don't know. Uh, also, if you guys want to see Zombieland. Jojo Rabbit. M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Morning, morning. Let's go. Good morning. It's the morning after with Sam, Quinn, not Quinn, it's Molly and Harish, and I am drinking Malibu and don't know what I'm saying. And that's our morning after song. We're not talking about all the movies we were planning on seeing, we're talking about John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, which he uh. also wrote, and this is Tipsy Terror the morning after. Um, this is a segment that we do after we watch the movie drunk and we're not drunk anymore. And we talk about all the things we might've missed or have like reflected on now that we're sober talking about the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what do you guys think now that you're not <laughs> drunk anymore? I've been living life in regret ever <laughs> since that faded night <laughs> that we attempted to watch this film. Mm-hmm. Thankfully we own the Blu-ray and I can rewatch it. Anytime I want, because um, I've been thinking a lot about uh, or like just trying to remember and listening to the podcast helped me a lot. Um, I I, I stand by it's a good movie. I I, like the stuff that I remember is a good movie. Okay, I remember almost nothing from that (laughs) night. (laughs) I remember like nothing from recording, but apparently I said this is on my Letterboxd review. This would make a good community episode, and I stand by that. <laughs> I cracked up when you said that because I was like, I can see it now. <laughs> I absolutely could. Um, but I do think like there's stuff I remember like the very beginning of the movie, and then the cool shots at the end, and I liked that part. Right. Yeah. But I think a lot of the characters, in retrospect, um, didn't make the smartest choices. Specifically. The guy who was trapped in the closet. Winston. Yeah. Walter. What the fuck? Walter. Winston. <laughs> Walter, like, waiting to the last goddamn minute to try and carve himself out of the... <laughs> like, it just... Yeah. Okay. But there was also so much stuff I really did like. I don't know. It's such a neat premise. Yeah. And Alice Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I... I also still really, really like it. I think I was probably like too positive on it yeah. um, during the episode. Um, and yeah, the acting is probably like pretty bad. Um, and some of the lines are pr- pretty dumb. Uh, but I still like really like the story and I really like the way it's shot and the way it looks. It's, it's a really nice movie. Yeah. I think that I possibly was a little harsh on the acting. I do stand by that the acting is not good. Um, but I think, and I, I mentioned it in the episode that I think that's part of the, what makes it fun. But like, you know, um, I think if it would have been like incredible performances that I actually would like the movie less. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think some of the bad acting adds a little bit of camp to this. And okay. I think camp to like this one has like a little bit of campiness and that's what makes the movie good to me. Okay. Not, not, I don't know if campiness is the right word. It's just like, it's not too serious. It's Mm -hmm. super fun. 
Um, right. Yeah. So I think that if the actors would have been better, I actually would have been like almost a little more. I like being removed because of the bad acting. And I, you know, so if I would have been a little more immersed, I would have probably analyzed it a little more than I should have than I should. Am I making any sense here? Yeah. It, it, it worked as the whole. That's okay. what I'm just trying to say. The acting played a part in the whole yeah. aspect of the movie. I still love that shot where the two girls are standing next to each other after they've been turned into zombies or like yeah, yeah, yeah. demons because their outfits are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like both of them, those they looked incredible. That's like literally style goals. Yeah. If I saw that couple on a street, I'd be like, wow, amazing. Mwah. Perfect. Beautiful. You look like Linda Evangelista. You're a model. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to clarify something. I agree with we you. We didn't understand what Mickey Mousing was. I <laughs> looked it up <laughs> when again I, When later. I was listening to the episode, I was <laughs> like, I'm not sure. Like, I, I wasn't sh- It was like one of those, I don't know enough about music to dispute that situations. Like, yeah. I was like, this feels weird. Mickey Mousing is when, it, it's basically just when the music matches the actions on screen. So it's like a punch and you hear like, uh, like yeah, music like yeah. A like, um, I found this blog post about it and there was an example from like the first Spider-Man w- movie where he's like climbing for the first time. He's like climbing the wall for the first time. And every time he puts his hand up one, there's like a little sting from the music. Like the music goes and then it's like and when he puts his hand up and like, so the music matches what's happening on screen mm-hmm. or like when someone's walking and you play it too, but like, boop, 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 yeah. Boop, and they're kind of walking goofy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's exactly, it's like, or like, like cartoony. Yeah. And any in cartoons, <coughs> Oof, in, <hot. laughs> uh, when, when uh, like a character has like a dream sequence or something. And usually like, it's like music matching with a bunch of like a skeleton yeah. dance or whatever and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> so that's what that's a good example mickey good mouse example. mousing is it's interesting that he calls john williams out for that though because like the music that i know john williams for i mean he scored like a lot of stuff but like yeah. thinking about a lot of his stuff like a lot of it is just a general score that i can't quite i don't know maybe i'd have to see some direct examples because like right star yeah. wars and stuff like i don't think that's very mickey mousey that's john williams right? i mean I guess, like, if it's an Imperial March, they're still marching. uh, Yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) So it matches. I don't know. Nope, that is right. The Imperial March definitely does have, like, I I don't know if that's necessarily Mickey Mouse, but, like, that does have the feel of what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, maybe John Williams is a bitch. So knowing that, how do you feel about, do you agree with John Carpenter on whether... I see Goki. (laughs) On whether uh, Mickey Our next guest is is coming. Uh, Do we agree with him on what? On liking or disliking um i think it's a fair criticism to have to other people who score movies Mm -hmm. um composers what the word i'm looking for yeah um i think it's a fair criticism to have though i don't think you should fault somebody for doing it because um like one it could just be the orders of producers or directors like it could not be the music the composer's fault right and then two also like sometimes I feel like some movies that's probably what needs to be in the movie, you know, like it to fit, to match the feel. Um, But I do respect having it explained. I do respect like Carpenter's method of doing stuff. Yeah. I think it's really great. Yeah. I don't really have strong feelings either way about it. Yeah. That's basically how I feel. I mean, it could be distracting, 
but it's also like not really i mean i'm also not really a music person so i don't got have mad at us for not noticing that. music in the episode um <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but uh yeah i i don't really i i don't care either way i, I probably i guess i do kind of prefer when it's just not mickey mousing but it doesn't matter. Well, I'm sure like uh, this can easily be applied to horror movies like we talked about where yeah. You know, somebody turns a corner and there's a big dent. Right. That's something right. that drives you insane. Yeah, that that does annoy me. I need you to take back whatever inappropriate thing you said about the green goo. I didn't say anything inappropriate about the green goo. I, I don't just, remember what it was. I just remember you said something that bothered I me. I just kept talking about the green goo. <laughs> That was my whole rec- too much. My only recommendations were relevant oh, to yeah. the goo. Ease yeah. up on the goo, Sam. First of all, the goo squirted into somebody's mouth. I didn't even have to make it disgusting. It wrote itself. Right. And then uh, also, anytime you say the words goo or goop, it's going to sound disgusting. I just needed to point out the presence of the goop. I need to point out that um, I just recently watched What We Do in the Shadows in the scene where he like gets right in the vein of the girl when he's biting her neck. He's like, he's trying to get it out of a water fountain. And that's just... That's I need me to with the green goo. <laughs> <say that>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And you get it in the back. He does it again in the background when they're at the dinner party. He does? Yeah. I've never noticed he, um, that. Uh, Nick opens a door. And he's like, but bitten the woman, and the blood's like coming out of it, his face. I'm gonna look for that because I'm definitely it's watching so it this month. Um, did you have any other little notes? Uh, Usually you come prepared, and we don't. Not, I mean, uh, I did want to mention that apparently uh, I read while I was reading, doing the trivia, that uh, John Carpenter like wrote this because like after he heard about quantum mechanics ideas. Um, he wanted to write a movie about it and so that's what what this is from <laughs> basically um uh, got real science yeah uh i thought like the science in it was like believable enough yeah i mean i, I bought it into fine. it yeah um i don't know i didn't really have anything else uh from that. oh i did want to bring up so I was reading some letterbox reviews and uh the someone named Holly Horror on Letterboxd I, love Holly I follow Horror. her. Yeah, uh in um in one of the comments for her uh review of Prince of Darkness, she like she says uh um did you ever wonder or pick up on Walter possibly being gay? Like how he jokes that he's trapped in a closet. Another guy asks about his date with a guy as a taunt but Walter dismisses it or is it straight up laid out that he is and I missed it. So um, how do you feel about that? You did slightly bring that up in the episode and did we, I? we, I, I remember it coming up. I don't know. No, I, I think I talked to you about oh, it. Oh, it must have been after. Cause I remember being like, Oh, maybe. And I do like almost upon my rewatch want to kind of look at it as that yeah. lens because I find it believable. I think it makes, there is like a part where, um, he talks about like as a kid he had like some uh he had like a like something like a breakout or something or a rash or something and um like he went to a therapist and they said it was like homosexual or homosexual panic or something yeah so he does mention that um i remember us but like it snorting does, at that i feel like it does make sense like he it makes sense if he's gay yeah i i want to that's like the number one thing I'm going to look out for in the movie. 
But Anya. he said so explicitly that he loves being, being dominated, dominated by, by women. women. Yeah. I think it's, but it could just be like, because like we reference like in the closet thing, like trying to cover it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we also, wasn't there that other girl that we said had like a lesbian identity? Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did. Lucas <laughs> first gets the green goop. Yeah, uh, the girl with the glasses. I'm in love with her. Big gay energy, that one. And right. then that's what I was saying. Her and that one girl, they look like every like lesbian couple yeah. I've seen in the short north. They look amazing. <laughs> I you. am not. I know <laughs> they dress like short North Columbus lesbians. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> um, amazing. Um, maybe this this could very well be John Carpenter's gayest film. No, I, you haven't seen They Live. I'm sorry. Is it gay? There's an eight minute wrestling scene. Okay, <laughs> <Sounds> gay. <laughs> um, it's amazing. It's like one of the best movies. Like it's not good, but it's like so funny and campy and weird. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I do um, want to see oh, it. Sorry. Amazing. We had our window open and somebody with very loud music drove by. Um, so nice. Out. What else? It's like pretty. It's like purple out. I know. I love it. Uh, I have nothing of value to add to this I think. Yeah, I'm I have sorry. nothing more of That's value all. either. Uh, I did want to mention we watched like the thing like a few nights afterwards. It was literally it the was next day we watched yeah, it. Yeah. It was really good. Molly's I love seen it. it already, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. I know. Yeah. I'm it's, been, it's been like my pick. I've like put it up for my pick a couple times. Yeah. Right. Like, it's. Uh, it has become my number two favorite horror film of all time. Uh, it it's is so good. The hands down one of the best movies i have ever seen in my life it is so good yeah we got on like a john carpenter kick yeah um and we watched the thing and we watched the The fog Fog. i watched christine Um, which i didn't know was a john carpenter movie yeah i had to for my challenge did you like it yeah it was cool was it good like usually it looked really good but like it's like about about a killer car yeah yeah Yeah. the Um, fog was okay the fog was i liked it was good the ghosts were cool right it It was it was pretty good it was like an average it's one of those 80s horror movies where everyone's trying to bang tom atkins and you're like why is everyone trying to bang tom atkins um but harish went ham and bought like a fuck ton of john carpenter films because of this so now we have a you'll probably be seeing if you follow us on letterboxd mini a review in the next month or so yeah i'm a john carpenter stan now i'm sorry i love Don't that be. for you that's very good. he's a wonderful <laughs> man oh I, w- I watched halloween this like today i started yeah, yeah, watching halloween <laughs> which is one of the best movies ever made this is yeah. when john carpenter is truly at his peak <sighs> so proud of him just like blow a little kiss <laughs> john carpenter so yeah watch all of his movies yeah he rules okay our next episode is gonna be on Shaun of the dead we have a very special right. guest a good friend of ours named adam goki he's Ooh. wonderful so gonna very have a good time for you okay bye bye, bye.